0: Turn up the motivation. You're on the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Zig Ziglar wants you to be your best. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsey. I am so excited to tell you about Zig's newest book, Born to Win. It takes his 40 plus years of wisdom and condenses it into one easy to read book. It has his signature style of humor and stories to show you how to apply to your own life. His life-changing principles. This is Zig's last book and it's his best. I hope you will order yours today by going to www.ziglar.com. Www.ziglar. Zig teaches us that there are five reasons why people don't buy from us. For example, no want, no need, no hurry, no money. And the last reason, I'll let Zig tell you.
1: Now, the fifth reason that people do not buy is because they do not trust us. Now, very few people are going to come out and say to you, Oh, now, you know you're lying about that. It won't do all of those good things. Why don't you fess up? They're never going to say that or they're unlikely to say that. But the fifth reason people don't buy really is because they do not trust us. One of the most significant bits of information I received when I was doing the research for this book, Secrets of Closing the Sales, came from the Forum Corporation out of Boston, Massachusetts. But as we talk about these things, and I'll get into that in just a moment, when I say that the people do not trust us, if you will take the word trust, you will discover that in the very middle of it are the two letters U-S. They don't trust. And they're talking about us is what I'm really saying there. We need to explore that very, very carefully. Now, how do you become trustworthy? By being the right kind of person. Leona M. Helmsley of the Helmsley and Harley Hotels put it this way. She said, I don't hire people who have to be told to be nice. I hire nice people. The evidence is overwhelming now that people of integrity are those who are going to get ahead the fastest. Of The research done at Harvard University by Dr. Robert Coles, where he spent 20 years learning and studying the subject, he revealed this. If you want to raise your children to be successful, teach them high moral values. Very important. Dr. Mortimer Feinberg wrote a book, Corporate Bigamy, interviewed a hundred top executives, asked the question, what's necessary to go to the top and stay there? And these 100 all said in essence the same thing. You got to build on honesty and carrot and integrity, and they threw in the word motivation. And then they summed it up by saying anybody who thinks they can go to the top and stay there who's not honest is dumb, Somebody once said that ability will take you to the top, but it takes character to keep you there. And I agree with that 100%. But the most convincing evidence I have ever seen was compiled by the Forum Corporation. they did an exhaustive study, and at the end of the book, I tell you how you can get a complete copy of the study in the event you want the study. The study they conducted was two years ago. I believe it was in 82 and 83, And they compiled an enormous amount of information involving 341 salespeople. 173 of them were high producers, 168 of them were moderate producers. And what they discovered, I thought, was very revealing. They discovered that the high performers, and this they came from 11 companies, I believe it was, five different industries, high tech, banking, insurance, uh, petroleum, and one other one. And they discovered that the abilities from a sales point of view, the techniques, the closing procedures, the capacity to explain features and benefits of the products or services were all about the same for the very top producers and the Average producers. But the one thing, there were two major things, but the most significant thing that separated the top producers from the uh, lower producers was the word trust. Same abilities, same techniques, same skills, same procedures, but in a very simple word, the high producers were trusted by the people they were dealing with. I'll say it again. You can't be one kind of person and another kind of salesperson. People often ask me, what's the most important part of the sales process? I say without any hesitation, the most important part of the sales process is the salesperson. Communicate with trust. You see, people don't buy based on what they hear. They don't buy based on what they see. They don't buy based on what you say. They buy based on what they see. And hear and believe. And if you're not believable, you're not going to sell as much. Oh, I know. You've got the con artist who from time to time will be able to persuade people to buy things. But I'm not talking about making a sale. I am talking about building a sales career. The entire purpose of Secrets of Closing the Sale, the entire purpose of this series of recordings is not just to help make you more effective today, not just to help you sell more today, but it is designed to help you build a sales career so that next year you'll be more productive and effective than you were this year. The feeling is strong that corporate America will progressively and quickly move towards giving preferential hiring treatment to those applicants who have a solid moral base on which to build a career. And that's going to be true in all areas, but specifically and most important in the world of selling. I know that a persuasive but immoral salesman can smooth talk a lot of people into wanting and buying cheap or useless merchandise or services at inflated prices. When that happens, we have not one, not two, but three losers as a result of it. First of all, the customer loses money and a certain amount of faith in mankind, specifically sales mankind. Second, the salesman loses self respect and sacrifices any possibility of a truly successful sales career for a temporary financial gain. And third, the profession of selling loses prestige and the confidence of the general public. It's my strong conviction that your sales career, or for that matter, your career in anything started when you reach the age of accountability. If integrity is as much a part of you as your head, then success in selling will be much easier and faster. And the question is not, will you succeed, but simply when and how great will that success be? Got a problem in the world of selling? Too many salespeople say, or many times they say, well, my situation is different, my product is different, my people are different, my territory is different, and all of these situations. I have conducted this seminar literally in England, Germany, South Africa, Australia, Canada, Mexico, and all over America. And everywhere we go, people say, well, aren't people different? Yes, they are different. But there are a tremendous number of similarities. And most of us basically want the same things. Most of us want to be healthy. Reasonably prosperous, we want to be happy, we want to have peace of mind, we want to have friends, we want to have security. Most of us want about the same thing, so we need to work at How do we help other people get what they want along those lines from a sales point of view? Then we're going to get what we want, which is the same thing. And let me give you some words of encouragement. We have an awful lot of similarities. Let me demonstrate a couple of them. Would you hold up three fingers on your writing hand, please? Hold up three fingers on your writing hand. Now carefully, let's take them way up so everybody can see them. Carefully look around and notice around the room that 96% of you in this audience today have the middle three fingers up. Everything except the little finger and the thumb. Notice that. Now everybody who does not have these up, uh, the, the three finger holder uppers that I identified, you pull yours down. Now all others leave your hands up. All right? Now, if you'll notice, roughly 3% will have the little finger, the second finger, and the middle finger holding up. All right? 3%. Now, would you hold t- pull your fingers down, your hands down? Now, any remaining, I don't know how they managed to do it, <laughs> but uh, we've got uh, two people here who have the little finger, then they skip the next finger, and then the next two fingers. One half of 1% will stick up the thumb... And we got one of those. Uh, they'll take up the thumb and the index finger and the middle finger. Now, what I'm saying is that you're going to sell more merchandise if you remember that 96% of the people are going to be holding up these middle three. Now, what that really says is you need to deal in the similarities which people have. Let me give you another example. I want you to think of a flower. Just think of any flower. And now those of you who thought of a rose, would you hold up your hand, please? Can I see it? If you look around, you'll discover that it always happens at almost exactly 50% of them. Now I want you to think of a color. And those of you who thought of red, would you hold up your hand, please? It'll happen 99 times out of 100 that 60% of the hands will go up on that one. Now I want you to think of a piece of furniture. Think of a piece of furniture now. Those of you who thought of a chair, would you hold up your hand, please? It always happens as one out of three will hold up their hands on that. Now, think of a number between one and ten. Those of you who thought of seven, will you hold up your hands, please? Okay. Although the odds are ten to one, one one-fourth of the people will always hold up their hands on that. All I'm trying to establish here is that we do have a lot of similarities. Good friend of mine, outstanding sales trainer who was enormously helpful with me in writing the book, man named John Hammond lives in Phoenix, Arizona, outstanding man. And John says that every salesperson every morning should reach up and put his hand on his left shoulder and just clear his shoulder off. And then he needs to take his other hand and clear the shoulder on the right. And he said, now what you have done is you've swept away that little devil who's whispering into your ear that my situation is different. My prospects is different. My territory is different. My uh, opportunities are different. What we're really saying there is that everybody is different yes but there's always any number of similarities and there are far more similarities than there are differences in any situation a lot of salespeople uh, rely on the law of averages I don't know if you were told this when you started selling chances are you were I was told Zeg if you'll see enough people you'll make some sales the law of averages will take care of you I was even and told you could take a dog tie an auto pad to his tail turn him loose run him around town long enough and sure as shooting some dude would stop him and sign him. now I don't know if that is true or not I rather suspect that's one of those stories of that sounded kind of cute and so everybody told it But the law of averages is one thing that a lot of people have been sold on. Now, I find no fault with the law of averages. I just happen to believe that you are not really interested in the law of averages. Sometimes they're deceiving. See, for example, if I were to put one of my feet in a bucket of ice water and one of my feet in a bucket of boiling water, on the average, I would not be comfortable. (laughs) Sometimes those averages can
0: be misleading to us. So tomorrow morning when you are dressed and before you walk out the door, brush off those doubts and assumptions from your shoulders and look for the common interest between you and your prospect. And then as Zig likes to say, go sell somebody something. And don't forget to get your copy of Zig's new book, Born to Win, to help you to plan, prepare, and expect to win in your life. Go to Ziggler.com to purchase your book. Until next week, this is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Sigler. Inspiring true performance.